Now we're at a point where conspiracy theorist just means three weeks ahead of the news cycle. Everything's burning down and we're all going to starve to death. Film at 11. Hey everybody, I'm Steve Green with Scott Ott. And so Rachel filling in for Bill Whittle this week on Right Angle. And not everything is burning down and I don't think we're all going to starve to death, gentlemen. Thank goodness. But there is a, a spate of really weird stories of food distribution centers burning down. And some of them are in kind of odd circumstances. And this is the latest conspiracy theory, if we're still allowed to, to use hmm. phrases like that with our disinformation panel gathering in Washington, D.C. to police our thoughts. Um a lot of this comes from my uh, colleague Jeff Reynolds at PJ Media, so bear with me here while I fill you in on the details. Uh, one large logistics center going up in flames is enough to make you sit up and notice. That's happened at a Walmart distribution center in Indianapolis uh, in March, requiring over 350 firefighters to extinguish it. I think that's like all the firefighters in Indiana. Um it gets weirder. 18 food processing facilities have burned down in the U.S. in the last six months. The oddest part, part and this is kind of uh, shades of 9-11 in a tiny way, small planes have crashed into two of those food processing plants, one in Idaho and another a week and a half later in Georgia. Suspicious fires, not just in the U.S. Uh, well, this one isn't really suspicious. It just sucks. Russia shelled a large food warehouse uh, outside of Kiev in March, and a large supermarket warehouse caught fire in Madeira, Spain. Food riots in Peru. Um, so the FBI hasn't made any mention of these fires, plane crashes, or explosions, but they have issued an alert about cyber attacks Possibly time to disrupt the grain harvest because, of course, everything, including grain harvest, is now wired to the Internet. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure really what to ask you here other than has the news just been getting weirder? Can it get any weirder than this? Oh, man, the news is just beginning to get weird. It's going to get much weirder. Oh, no, don't tell me that. And, and right now, what, <laughs> so what do we got? This is weird in itself. We got a, what, a food fatwa? You know, a food twa? Is that what we're, <laughs> what we're dealing with right now? People flying their planes into, a, a, you know, these same, you know, you got people out there talking about how all these people are starving and they're going to target food places as if we don't have enough problems with the supply chain and shortages and toilet paper and all that. Not that you can eat toilet paper, but I don't want to get to a place, man, where it's like toilet paper. We're looking at toilet paper and say, man, maybe with a little salt and pepper. That toilet paper might be pretty good. I hope we don't get there. Um, but I mean, in terms of, but is it is it a point of people trying to make something happen? Sometimes people want to make things worse. They have this uh, apocalyptic idea of how they're supposed to be. And they're just trying to drive it to that. And like you said earlier, it's like we don't want to be conspiracy theorists about any of this stuff. One time it happening, it's okay, you know, somebody lost control of the aircraft and, and, they, and they flew into a, a, a food warehouse. But this kind of like repeated thing and it's going on in different countries and whatnot. You know, I'm, I'm I guess I'm as without trying to go down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole, I reckon I'd just be uh, as much in the dark as anybody else or even um, cyber attacks. You know what, what people are and it's just. The, the way the frontier is in terms of, uh, uh, you know, the Internet and people's ability to, to communicate, you know, that's another danger that we could be looking up, up forward to. And even with that, you don't even need an airplane to fly into a, um, 
uh, into a food warehouse to affect, uh, you know, the, uh, the supply of food uh, or interrupt, um, you know, people's ability to get it. And maybe they, that's another thing that they're needing to do with uh, with all the gas prices going up the way that they are, which makes everything else so expensive. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's just a way for the administration to say, well, see, it's not our fault that uh, food is becoming so expensive and not able to get to the shelves. We got people flying their planes into these buildings. You need to blame them and, and blame Putin. Don't blame me for the price of stuff going up. Uh, yeah, Scott, Zoe makes a good point there with with food prices up so much over the last year, uh, far ahead of the official inflation rate, which was up over 8% annual in um, in March. I don't think we've gotten the eight, the April figures yet, or if we have, they're just as bad. Um, but maybe these stories are, are catching our attention because, number one, the food prices are up so high. Number two, we know they're going to go up higher because uh, Ukraine is the world's breadbasket. Those exports are slowing to a crawl. We get our fertilizer, something like 30 percent of the world's fertilizer comes out of Russia. That's not coming out because of various sanctions regimes and, and whatnot. So our crop yields are going to be lower this year. There's a drought down in Texas that's affecting, uh, I think, both grain and rice production in this country in a big way. Um so combine that with and Scott. This is why I love you. You've got this uh, this uh, belief in goodness about human beings that you're always willing to, to to cut people slack. But this great skepticism about news stories. So let me let me read let me read you this. The USDA says there are thirty four thousand six hundred sixty one food and beverage processing facilities in the U.S. and about twenty five thousand of those are food processing. So the, the only about a third of those are beverages, which is uh, about 0.005% of, of facilities have been affected by these fires and explosions. And several dozen fires occur every year at food processing facilities around the country. Over two dozen took place just in 2019. So I just does the news have us on edge, making us a little paranoid? Yeah, I mean, my first thought was to ask you, what is the burn rate? Uh, for pro food processing facilities, and you just you just mentioned it there. That's good to know because that's you know that's a great uh, piece of analysis that you just did there that you don't get from a lot of news stories because you get the stories that say oh this phenomenon is happening, and nobody stops to ask well what's no what's the normal process like wh what happens every year, and so that's a that's a really good question to ask. In fact, when you're reading the news or watching the news, you should constantly be thinking what is the unasked question here? What is the question that they're not talking about that uh, that we would assume we draw conclusions based on facts, but we don't put them in context? And you just did, and that was a beautiful thing. Um, you know, the the other thing is you said thirty percent of the world's fertilizer comes out of Russia. I think we're okay though because the other seventy percent of the world's fertilizer comes out of the White House, <laughs> and so we should be getting a consistent supply of that. And I'm sure they could ramp up production just to hold a few more news conferences. It should be no problem. Um, um, it, it's also, I want to say, good to see that somebody is finally striking back at the evils of processed food. I mean, you hear people sometimes talking. I don't know if you ever got in a conversation with one of these folks. I mean, it's it's bad enough that I now have to be the enemy of gluten. Uh, but now just kind of anything that humans have ever done to touch anything in nature to alter it or manipulate it in any way to make it more palatable is somehow a horrible thing. And now we have these places where they are shipping these processed foods all over the place. Um, so it's, 
it it does sound when you clump them together like this, like there's some sort of a pattern here. But in reality, in most of life, as we talked about on our backstage show for members only, if you draw the right kind of circle around a, any kind of phenomenon, you can find a cluster. <laughs> you can make a cluster. And so I think that stat that you quoted about the, the ordinary burn rate um, of these centers is really uh, what what gives the lie to this. But I, I think the reason really why it was important to do this show is to make us more attentive to how we read the news and to make sure that we always have our thinkers turned on completely and that we, I'm not saying that we should think that reporters are trying to lie to us all the time, although some of them certainly are, but I think we should constantly be thinking, okay, why is this story here? What was the genesis of it? It didn't just happen to show up in the news place and CNN or New York Times or whatever it was. So what got it there? And then what are they not asking about. Last week, we did an episode about the Texas heartbeat law, and the whole story was about the inconvenience for women who now have to travel out of state to get their abortions. The voice that wasn't mentioned was the voice of the unborn and the inconvenience to that person. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get serious here for just a moment, and then I'm going to get silly again, because I really prefer when I can be silly about the news. That's kind of been my brand here for 20 years now. Um, the serious part is the White House is talking about this fertilizer crisis as a way to nudge farmers into using manure instead of artificial fertilizers. But what that means is lower yields. What that means is smaller crops. That means higher food prices because there's less food being produced. That's bad news for everybody, especially when, we've, when we're already in inflation like we haven't seen since I was 13 years old. No, 12 years old, and I'm 53 now. Thank you very much, Joe Biden. Mm. And you can tell what I actually mean when I say thank you very much. Um, so we saw what happened in Sri Lanka last year when they the whole country went to organic farming and then proceeded to starve. Uh, we don't want to have we don't want that to happen here, and yet that's exactly what the White House seems to want to happen here, and it has nothing to do with fires at at, at food processing facilities. That said, you know. You read all these stories and without the context, yeah, it does look it does look scary. And with the context, it does look less scary. But what was a conspiracy theorist three years ago is the guy who's been proven right again and again over these last two years. And now we're at a point where conspiracy theorist just means three weeks ahead of the news cycle. So. Mm. We'll see what happens. That's your right angle on that. Zoe, thanks so much for filling in for Bill Whittle again this week. Really love having you here. Scott, thank you as well. Viewers, thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. 